listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 225 for January 31st, 2019. This week, we talk about the top Nintendo Switch games, Paris is Burning, Steven Universe, Thirsting After Serial Killers, Eggcorns, and our Drag Race update. So stick around for the show. All right, here's the clap. Okay. One, two, three, clap. Oh, Jesus, you're always... See, I'm sick. And you, you you went too fast with the clap. I can't do it. Should this. I clap again? No. No, we're Clap. Oh, clap God. now. How many claps clap are there? I've got the clap and I'm giving it to you. Isn't that a song? Oh, I feel like we've talked about we absolutely STDs have. so much mm-hmm. in this, in this mean, series. This is, this is just, you know, just three and a half, four years of our sexual health just airing out to the public as you do speaking of our health how are you doing oh you know i had a i had a low-grade fever yesterday i've been puppet myself full of nyquil and dayquil i've been hallucinating for the past two days but you know what i need the money so i'm here so hello honey honey he'll do anything yeah. i'll do anything but no um i tweeted about it yesterday i was like i'm gonna do we're because we postponed the podcast to record on thursday this week because i was literally way worse yesterday than, yesterday than i was today um and it's like everyone was like so supportive and people actually replied to that tweet and was like oh it's, you know thank you so Gross. much for recording blah 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 and i was like don't be you gay know. but thank you that's how they get you honey they're supportive they, this week. Next week, next honey. Next week, they're going to be out for blood. They're going to be making fun of your voice. Honey, honey that, trust nobody. That's me every week. So, yeah, I, I have a cough. I have a low-grade fever. I'm hallucinating. Aww. So, when I do cough, I will try to cough away from the microphone. Like, um, what's his face? Who who? What's that old meme with chocolate rain? And he's like, I breathe away from the mic. Oh, yeah. oh my God. You are going like on a decade-old meme here, honey. honey. You're selling me it. I mean, you know, gotta gotta sell something. Gotta fucking sell that sell me money. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, you did a great job turning away just then. Mm-hmm, that was uh, so considerate. Yeah. Um. But enough about me. Someone had a birthday, and it definitely wasn't you. It already feels like it was like twelve years ago. Really? I mean, I'm sure I had a birthday twelve years ago as well. Well, it but... usually happens every year, allegedly. So I don't know. Well. You know what I was thinking about today? Uh-oh. I was thinking, that little rascal Jesus gets a whole fucking birthday season. Yeah. There's a, a bitch, fucking right? season built around his birthday. And I was like... The drama. January is my birthday season. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that was the end of the thought. Well, I mean, at least you thought it, you know? At, at least, least I had, had a the thought. thought. You had a thought. But it's still ticking up yep. there in my brain. Your brain 31 is... 31 years old. It's still still pushing blood up there somehow. I don't know how your blood pressure isn't, you know, through the floor, but, you know. Well, um, on my birthday, we... Uh, it was a pretty good one. We got a massage. Ooh. Um, You've talked I about got, your couple's massages with Justin before, and I'm always so yes, jealous. Yes, yes. Uh, we went to get a couple's massage, um, and I got the deep tissue one, which I had a deep tissue one last time, but he didn't do the same things as he did this time. Like, this time, he, like, tied my body in a knot and then, like, untied it at the end. I love some some lightweight BDSM to go with my massage. It was crazy but i mean i felt really great afterwards but you know deep tissue is not necessarily the most comfortable thing while it's happening no um, no no but i felt great afterwards and then uh oh and i told you or i think i told you off the record off last the week. record off the record honey uh we had another birthday party to go to the day before my birthday someone so had done stole your birthday weekend Someone had done, uh, hijacked my birthday weekend, which it was fun. It was one of Justin's uh, oldest friends in uh, D.C. But and, still, um, like, so rude. Like, how dare you? Well, he didn't He didn't know it was my birthday. And But the thing that gets me, though, is his birthday was last month. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's like, you could have rescheduled for any other goddamn weekend and you chose <laughs> my weekend? How dare you? It was fun, though. There was good food there and it was nice. But, you know. My birthday week. I like. I wanted to have. You know, whenever I go anywhere, and you you get this. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go anywhere, I have an anxiety attack. Oh yeah. Or whenever I have to think about going anywhere, so it was kind of like, hey, I would rather not have an anxiety attack like on my birthday weekend, and if I do, I would like to have it at home, mm-hmm. in but the comfort of your own house, in the comfort of my own home. But no, it was a good time. It was a good time. And, well, good. Um, did you get anything fun for your birthday? Did you get another dog? Oh, what did I get? Oh, I got a shelf. Ooh, I wanted a shelf. Adult things. And, um, I wanted a shelf above my desk to put my amiibos on. Your amiibo? Do you have a lot of them? My amiibos. I have three. I mean, okay. (laughs) 
I have some Funko Pops, too. Oh, and it has like a hat rack on it. And you know I got tons of those. You and your hats, you know. You're such a hat man. I think we have such three hat Amiibos. Person. I don't know. We have... Which ones do you have? Well, I didn't buy any of them. It was all my roommate, Maggie. I think she got the the... Um, wedding, Mario and Peach, and then she has oh, a, a pack. No, I know. Um, I, I know it's it's not it's not okay. And then she got the Pac Man amiibo a long time ago for the Wii U. Um, and we use the the Mario and the Peach amiibos. We have those in Smash, and we named them Barrio and Beach for some reason. And they're wow. like level fifty amiibos, and they're like the worst people to fucking go against in uh in Smash. So that's my only like amiibo experience with that whole thing. It's very straight, I've very heterosexual. Got... I've got Daisy, Ob. Ob. And then, I, uh, just, I just imagine you having a full warehouse of all the Daisy Amiibos that they wouldn't sell at Best Buy, that they didn't sell, and you're just like, I'll I've take given them. away. Like, I buy Daisy Amiibos for gifts for people. Like, there's a Patreon tier on my personal Patreon where, like, you get a, a gift thing, and I've mm-hmm. put a Daisy Amiibo in it a few times for people in that tier. Oh, Gave wow. one to Tegan for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, giving away a few others too, and the new Daisy Amiibo is supposed to come out this year sometime, and it looks fucking amazing. I mean, so uh, look at I'm you. ready. I'm for glad that. someone's buying them, you know. And then I've got it's true though. There's they're always in stock, and they I'm sure they're <laughs> not in print anymore. Um, oh, honey, I've got a Waluigi because he's the best, second mm-hmm. best after Daisy, mm-hmm. and then I've got the male Octoling. From oh, do you did you ever play? Did you still play? But no, it, it, this was a long time ago. You did. Was it like a situation where you didn't like Splatoon and you liked arms and then you got over arms and you started liking Splatoon? I forgot. No, I, I always liked Splatoon. I oh, bought okay. it day one. Yeah. No, I still play it. I was playing it earlier today. Oh, look at you. Well, I know. I don't know. Shit. Well, I'm glad you had a good birthday. Did you have any good food or did you just hang out? Um, was it just another day? What did? Oh, we went to a Mexican restaurant and they got both of our orders wrong. Oh, how romantic. (laughs) Honey, social anxiety is like getting the absolute wrong order and not Mm -hmm. saying a fucking word and eating the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Was it good at least? How how, It was fine. It was like beef instead of chicken. Oh, okay. It was fine. Beef feels heavy to me, but I was like, whatever. I'll eat it. I'd I'd rather not have an anxiety attack. I'm garbage. Who am I to return this food? Who am I to return this? Who am I? Well, good. Well, happy belated birthday. Thank I can't believe you, you're you. finally 21. It's amazing. Thank you. It is so weird that it's been a decade since I've turned 21. Does it feel like a decade or does it feel like, like, what does it feel no. like? Does it feel totally like, does it feel no. the same? Are you having like more anxiety about your age than you have before or are you over it? No, I mean, I don't know. 30s are a lot better than 20s. Mm-hmm. Like, and a lot of people really like their 20s. And I liked some of my 20s. But I feel like we've talked about this before, like sometimes when you're gay and you grow up not being able to be out in high Mm -hmm. school, your 20s are kind of like you're you getting to be in high school. Right. Your your 20s are your like 15, 16. Exactly. You're stunted a little bit. So it was I didn't really it was okay, And I'm 30s much better. Mm-hmm. 31's much, much better. So, Well, I mean, you have a man, you have a dog, you have a, a, the wrong order at a Mexican restaurant. What else could you ask for, <laughs> honestly? Um, You know what else I could ask for? Did you hear about this, honey? Uh-oh. What a segue this is. What is this? Let me tell you, it gets fucked up and then it gets deeper, okay? So have I'm... you heard of... Well, first of all, Zac Efron's new Ted Bundy movie came out. Also, the Netflix docuseries Conversations with the Killer, the Ted Bundy tapes, also came out. Mm-hmm. So have you heard of these people who are self-proclaimed Bundy stands? Oh, no. Oh, they no. think he's so hot. Okay, first of all, if you don't know who Ted Bundy is, here's a, this is on Mashable. Mm-hmm. Here's, a, here's a good list to describe Ted Bundy. A vicious, horrendous, brutal, disgusting mass murderer, kidnapper, rapist, and necrophile responsible for upwards of 30 deaths during the 1970s. Mm-hmm. So that, you know what, whenever that's your bio, you know. People should generally not like you. Let me you just tell you. Let me let me just preface this with: this is the epitome of white male privilege when you can murder thirty plus people and people still want to fuck you. That's really true, though. Honestly. That is really true. Mm-hmm. Um. So the phrase "kill me, daddy" has been going around. Trigger warning oh my for anybody. God. Um. No. And Netflix stepped in. They tweeted. Um. I've seen a lot of talk about Ted Bundy's alleged hotness and would like to gently remind everyone that there are literally thousands of hot men on the service, all of whom are not convicted serial murderers. 
<laughs> so this is from the the Netflix Twitter account. Yeah, like the, the hashtag official from Netflix. Um, but it gets deeper. Okay, did you know that there? You remember the Venom movie? Um, yeah. I don't. I never saw it, but I remember it. No, yes. I don't think many people did. Well, actually, I think it earned a whole fucking lot at the box office. I'm but not it might have been all these I don't people. watch movies. Uh, whatever. Well, let me tell you, there are these people who call themselves Venom fuckers. Okay. <sighs> people, I just, just. <laughs> We're getting get, deeper, honey. Get the tweens We're off the internet. Take their phones away. They're 14, okay? Take them away. Now, let me tell you. <sighs> these Venom fuckers are disgruntled because some people have been comparing Bundy stands to Venom fuckers. This is Because like, they're both in love with these oh enemies. God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, oh, lot. There's this whole article about it on screen, right? I just imagine you, like, you have your glasses on and you're sifting through old texts in a library, like, honey, the, like looking I've got at the like, microfish. Oh, yeah, honey. The microfish, the mm-hmm. macrofish, honey, all the fish. Uh, I love so fish. This person who was going off about it, uh, they said, they pointed out Venom is a fictional character, mm-hmm. True. whereas yes. Bundy, Bundy was a real person. Who raped and murdered at least 30 women. Yes. Yeah. Um, That's a big difference. You know, there is a there is a big difference. And then they were writing like Venom's kind of an anti-hero mm-hmm. sort of thing. He is a fictional character. So, um, you know, people a lot of people are trying to draw the lines on when it's OK to thirst after a killer. And this is a conversation that's going on <sighs> oh, on the God. Internet in 2019. Just to just to let everyone know, this is happening right now as we speak. I'm just trying to figure out. You sometimes I go online and I'm like, "What are the memes? What are the memes? Kids? What are the kids up to? The biggest the mistake you could kids? ever ask yourself, or what are the kids up to right now?" And uh, this is it. That's it, by the way. Um, I think a good rule of thumb is don't don't thirst after serial killers if they were real. Um, probably yeah. Or maybe don't thirst after serial killers even if they aren't real. Just don't thirst after serial killers. In general, is that a good rule? I guess. Yeah. No, I think the whole Ted Bundy thing is like really fucked up. Yeah. I, I mean, I saw a little bit about this, but I didn't like dive in to see what the tweens were actually tweeting. <laughs> yeah. This is just one of the like many, like I feel like every year, like you go into a new year and you're like, last year was really fucking weird. You're like, nothing's going to do that again. And then people want to fuck it's Ted just Bundy. Weirder, weirder. And yeah. You know, I guess just don't, don't. It just. Like, I'm sure we've said that like a killer's hot on this podcast. Oh, yes. But like, <laughs> I feel sure like, I feel like there's it. a difference between that and like a bunch of. Oh, I, yeah. Like for is sure. This, is this what the 1D stands are doing now? Like they went from 1D. I feel like these are older BTS. people. Yes. Especially well, I, the Venom fuckers. I was looking right? through. The Venom fuckers seem to be, you know, like our age. What? Oh, that's I mean, and sad. I can see it because who's the guy who plays um, Venom? The guy who gets in pooped on by Venom? Um, ooh, poop on me. Oh, that's probably playing into their fantasy a little bit. Uh, yeah, there's probably some fecal fetish about it. I don't know. Tom Hardy? Is that his name? Tom Hardy. Yeah, mm. which I think he's had some. I don't know much about him either. He's hot, but like, how about you thirst after the actor and not like the? Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm too high to even think about this right now. I just I just Are I you don't. On the Nyquil or the Dayquil? Honey, how about both? Por qué no les dos, honey? Like, come on. Um, wow. Uh. I don't like this. I don't like this one bit. And I was assuming that uh, that you were talking about like tweens, not people our age. This, is, this makes me want no, to die. This, this makes to me be, physically oh, want to die. Oh, there's also that, um, you know, that new Netflix show called You? Uh, I don't think so. What is this? It's literally about, okay, I haven't seen it. I watched the trailer. That's it. I it's mean, that's about, all you need uh, to see. you know, Penn Badgley. Wasn't he in Gossip Girl? Uh, probably. I don't know. I think he was Gossip Girl. Wow, XOXO. I know, right? He plays this uh, stalker, basically. He's wanting to. So this get is close Gossip to Girl. This girl. So, yeah, I mean, I never saw Gossip Girl, but it Gossip sounds girl like this is what via Gossip Netflix. Girl was. Okay. And uh, so he like stalks on social media, like breaks into her house and shit, like starts killing her friends to mm-hmm. like get close As to you this do. girl. Well, obviously. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like idolizing his character, which is obviously the point of the fucking show is this to point is why out we have Trump that he's as president. a lunatic. But, you know, there are these people who are like, oh, that's so hot. I wish someone would kill my friends to, mur- to marry me. 
oh, I wish someone would kill my friends. Oh my it's like, oh, wow, look at you. You're so special. Like, oh, you're so quirky. You want your friends to be murdered. Well, I remember there's there's always been people like there, you always hear about these. Um, it's usually women who like start pen pal relationship with with convicted murderers in prison, and then they like end up getting a prison marriage like with them, and like, they're living on the outside. Oh yeah, well there, there's a phenomenon of of like women like mailing letters to convicted murderers in in prison systems and starting you know friendships, and it could turn into some sort of relationship, and then you can like get you know they get married to them. This has happened many many a time. So and this has been happening for a, for a long time. So I'm curious if this is like stemming from that but i feel like there's way too many people because like not everyone not every woman you know wants to fuck up not every person wants to i don't know what i'm trying to say here it's bad people are stupid that's what i'm trying to say uh get your kids off the internet get your 20 somethings off the internet get your 30s get off the internet okay get the fuck off the internet that's probably the moral of the story is get Uh. off the internet um, I don't, I don't like, I don't like that you brought that up. I don't like it at all. <laughs> and, um, it, it makes me uneasy. More oh uneasy yeah. That's the point am. of it. Honey, um, when I saw the phrase, kill me daddy. Yeah. It's over. It's over. It's that's, over. I'm done. Um, um I, I actually hmm. have an article for you. Surprisingly. Oh, yeah? When I'm, when I'm sick, I actually do my job apparently. So we <laughs> all, <laughs> excuse me. We all know that I'm stupid. Um, and oh, that's yeah. like, that's a given. We've known on the podcast for years. I get phrases wrong. Well, there's a certain, there's a, there's a certain name for this when you like are hearing things wrong and you repeat them. They're called egg corns. Have you ever thought, have you ever heard of this? Egg corn. Egg corn. Egg corn. It's off the term, like, um, people think uh, you're seeing, or some people think that you're, that someone was saying egg corn instead of acorn. So that's I have never, I'm not dumb enough to think someone would say egg corn, so I've never heard of it. Here is a list. When they said acorn. Of the most popular egg corns, allegedly, that, um, that people uh think or, or have gotten wrong or whatever so let me just go through a couple one that's very popular is all intensive purposes instead of all intents and purposes that well, one's people really also just don't know that phrase yeah like people say for all intent i don't know people say for like all intensive purposes people like actually say that mm-hmm. i know it's weird and you gotta correct um, them espresso instead of espresso that's one well, that yeah, I hear that. all the time. Are these egg corns or are these just like, wait. What do you mean? It's what you, okay, back it up. We're backing up. Question. Okay. So people hear espresso when you say espresso? Well, yeah. So like a, a, what an egg corn is, is like someone, someone said espresso to them like a long time ago and they interpreted it as espresso oh. and they're hearing it wrong. And so they say it wrong for the rest of their lives or whatever. Oh, that annoys the shit out of me. Oh, honey, you know, it's, I've, I know so people many people say, that have said espresso. When people say especially instead of especially. Especially. Oh, that Jesus. grinds my gears. Honey. And when people say, okay, so kinda mm-hmm. is like a word on its own now. Like yeah. K-I-N-D-A. But it means kind of, not kind have. Oh, God. I see so many people write kind have. Why and are I'm like, stupid? those words never go together um another one is coming down the pipe instead of coming down the pike um, i don't even know what either of those are i i don't know like something coming down the pike is like some like something coming down the line like oh yeah it's gonna happen later on it's coming down mm. the pike um a scapegoat instead of scapegoat um prima donna instead of prima donna like p-r-e and then the singer madonna instead of p-r-i-m-a-d-o-n-n-a <laughs> Oh, no. So sad. I mean, let's be real. All the gays only know Prima Donna because of... Marina. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Marina. Yeah. Um, Take it for granted instead of taken for granted. Um, Sometimes you need some granite. Sometimes you need some... Sometimes you need... <laughs> <laughs> there he goes, ladies and gentlemen. That's all for tonight. <laughs> so sorry. <clears throat> um, need a good granite countertop boggled down instead of bogged down one of my favorites here which i cannot believe that people actually use is old timers disease instead of alzheimer's disease let's be real though when we were all eight years old we all thought it was old timers old timers okay well i guess if you're more than like 13 and you still call it old timers 
You're just naive. Well, here's the situation with me. I had a great grandmother that had Alzheimer's. And like, so I, that's probably why I knew it as Alzheimer's instead of old timers, because it was like directly impacting my family at like a young age. But like old timers, really? Really? <sighs> I mean, people, there are Bundy stands. I can see it. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Kill me, daddy is a thing. I can see it. So um, Valentine's Day instead of Valentine's Day. With an M instead of an N. Sure. Um, I hate those people. It takes two to tangle instead to of tangle. takes two to tango. <laughs> hmm. um, hold on. And then <sighs> the last one. It's a doggy dog world instead of dog eat dog world. It's doggy a dog. doggy dog world. It's a doggy dog world. <laughs> These yeah. are things that people actually say. I, need, I have I legitimately, know. besides espresso, I've heard mm-hmm. people say espresso. Oh my god! And then I'm not friends with them ever again. Yeah, but exactly. That makes sense. I well, when you're gay, you can't be friends with someone who doesn't understand coffee. Do you know what I mean, honey? It's true. All of our grinder dates are there. <sighs> that is that hits way too close to home. My last grinder right? date, my last like ten grind, my all of my grinder dates have been at the same coffee shop at the same table at the baristas. Same- let me tell you a story right here. Not mm-hmm. only do they make our coffee, baristas, they hold the key to our secrets. It, Let oh, me yeah, tell honey. you, I lived one block away from a Starbucks in Chicago. All of my first dates were there. Oh Those baristas knew they knew more all. about my they knew more about my dating life than like my best friends. You know, they could ruin honey, you. They're the keepers of our secrets, of our hearts, and of our coffees. My sister's keeper. My sis. My brother's keeper. Um. One one acorn. I'm just. This is the last acorn that I have. Um, I guess is it is it really an egg? Probably. I, th- I guess this qualifies as an acorn. Is um one that I I used up until recently. I didn't. I didn't know I was saying it wrong. Is disconcerting with a T, not disconcerning with an N. It's disconcerting. I didn't know that because I'm stupid. Oh my so. god. Oh my god. Well, at least you know I was, what? At least I wasn't saying doggy dog world. Okay. At least I have that. <laughs> disconcerting. Disconcerting. Um, if someone, the thing that gets me, the, you know what grinds my, you gears? know what really grinds my gears, Joseph. Who the fuck hears the word eggcorn when someone says acorn? Well, Acorn's that's, that's not the even thing. a thing. And I love if a good I were egg talking corn. to someone. And I was like, oh, my God, I saw this huge acorn the other day. And they were like, oh, wait a minute. Did you just say acorn? I would say slap up. You throw them off a bridge. Fuck out of my life forever. So sad. You're banished from my life. Goodbye forever. Anyway, that was my that was my one article I wanted to. It's just so sad. Wow. Well, you brought something good to the table for once. Thanks for for expressoing yourself. <laughs> Espressoing yourself. Ugh. Um, speaking of things that kill you, mm-hmm. what, what does you kill know, you makes you stronger? Unless that thing is fried chicken. Mm. Uh, a new study <coughs> serves as a warning to fans of fried chicken. Uh-oh. It is risked, uh, linked to risks of early death. So a new study was done on postmenopausal women in the United States. Women who eat fried chicken at least once a day. Who the fuck eats fried chicken once a day? The people who really had love a, fried chicken, apparently. Had a 13% chance higher risk of death from any cause. Well, no shit. You're eating fried chicken <laughs> every day. I wonder if they, like, made them eat fried chicken every day. First of all, I don't know what this study was. If there's a study that just... I didn't click the link that showed what the rest of the study was. Mm-hmm. But, like, I just imagined a study where they were like, all right, all you postmenopausal women, just eat fried chicken every day. Let us know how you're doing. See if yeah, you die. Yeah, know what happens. Or I wonder if they, if they made some postmenopausal women eat fried chicken, or if there's, like, an absorbent amount... Of postmenopausal women that eat fried chicken every day, that they were like, okay, there's a lot of you. We should do a study on this. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of possibilities here, Endless and I love all of them. Uh, um, researchers saw a correlation between fried food and death from heart disease, but did not find a link between fried food and cancer. Oh well, okay. Thank God for so, that. Thank God for that. It'll make your heart stop, but it won't grow a tumor. Okay, so whew, we're out of the Allegedly, woods Allegedly, I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. Isn't everything kind of like a carcinogen? 
Um, isn't he a judge on Drag Race? There it is. <laughs> That's your egg corn of the day. Carcinogen Cressley. Carcinogen Cressley. That is my drag name. Carcinogen. Oh my god. Cressley. Do you have a drag name? Have we talked about this before? Were you, yeah, Henny uh, Mustard. Henny Mustard. Oh, that's good. Henny Mustard. Because I love mustard, and I and, uh, just you know it's a pun. And Henny, you it's know, hilarious. Carcinogen Cressley. I'm patting myself on the back for that one. I know you are. That's what <sighs> makes me cringe. Honey, I need anything I can get nowadays. Okay. Um, Throw me a fucking. So I bone. found what. Oh, I just said, throw me a fucking bone. Oh, okay, no. Uh, I found a list of the top-selling Nintendo Switch games. Oh, didn't Nintendo, like, release their, uh, like, their earnings or something? Or, like, something like yeah, that? Yeah, this from the Nintendo Japan site. Mm-hmm. Uh, they released it as of December 31st, 2018, so this would be the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see it? I didn't. I didn't see it. Oh, well, guess what number one is? Um, Daisy's super fun time magical adventure. No, but it would be if they made that game. Mm-hmm. Trust. Obviously. Okay. Uh, one is Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. What? Well, I mean, it's one of those games every single fucking person who owns a Switch is probably going to buy. Well, I'm just, I'm just, that's interesting to me because it's a, it's a port of the Wii U version. Mm. Yeah, but nobody had a Wii U. That, yeah, that makes sense. So Nobody it's, a, it's, a, it's it. a new game to literally 99% of their audience. So that makes sense. You kind actually. of, you just always need a Mario Kart game for like friends. Do you know right? what I mean? Exactly. Perfect party game. It's the perfect game for like when Tegan comes over, you can turn on auto steering and you know, he thinks he's doing really good. You can throw the controller <laughs> against the wall and the character right. still beats you. <laughs> turn the controller off. Mm-hmm. Um, so how yeah. many, how many, uh, units did they sell? Does it, does it give that information? Yeah. 15.02 million units. Jesus. That's a lot of Mario Karts. Uh, I'll have you guess the top. Well, what do you think are the ones that are in the top like five? Probably like, uh, Mario Odyssey. That's number two. 13.76 million. Oh. Jesus. Um, Zelda? Zelda is number four okay. with uh, 11.68. So you need what? number three, number five. What would number three be? Oh, God. I don't well, know. Let me tell you. Games. Tell me. It's already Smash Brothers. What? It's Smash- been out for like 48 minutes. At the end of last year, it had already sold 12.08 million. That's insane. Right? That's nutso. <laughs> what about number five? Number five is Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. With oh, million. that makes sense. That and makes then sense. it's Splatoon, Super Mario Party. And then it's 1-2 Switch, your favorite oh, game. Oh, that's sad. Your favorite game for the Switch. I've never played 1-2 Switch, and I'm, if, I'll am if i only play it if it's on sale for nine ninety five, And then I'll I'm have someone buy it for me. Because Kirby Star Allies is number 10. And I'm really upset that they like conned 2.42 million people into buying that game. Well, okay, so here I heard in the rumor mill that a year later, Kirby Star Allies, after them adding, like, DLC 65 billion times, apparently is way better of a game now than it was at launch because of all the stuff that they added. Is that true or is that is that an old an old wives tale? I played the first batch of DLC that came out for it and all it did was like add more garbage. Mm. I don't know. I just felt like they're not really making anything new. They're just like making new modes. Oh, okay. We're adding a new like character who just kind of does something slightly differently. See, mm. it's not fun when a new character's added and you've already beat something and then also the new character doesn't make anything any different. They don't change the difficulty level. It's just uh. like like you could literally so I have one of my controllers has a drifting problem. It drifts to the right. If mm. I just left that controller drifting onto Kirby, it'd probably beat the whole fucking game. Wow. You know that says so much. Like it's just it was nothing. Well but R.I.P. What number was that on the list? That was number 10. What's number 11? Does it even say? No, it only goes up to number 10. Well, I feel bad. Number nine, though, is um, Mario's Tennis. Oh, your favorite game. Do you still play that? No, I'm really bitter about the whole thing. Oh, what happened? Uh, Is it just a bad game? They released it like it was fucking undone or something. Mm. Like it just doesn't. The modes are okay now, but they only just now like patched it so that you get to like pick a map. 
Okay. That's so stupid. Why do and they always like, release games like 80% done nowadays? Like, come on. I don't know. It was so, so weird. Annoying. It was, it, it really so bare bones. They've added a ton of DLC characters, but all the player base is already like done because also you have to pay for Nintendo Switch online and a lot of people didn't. That's so sad. I'd much rather wait an extra six months for you to like, you know, finish up the last 15% of the fucking game than for you to release it early and have it be horseshit. And then I have to wait for DLC, quote unquote, when it's actually just like the remnants of, you know, the finished polished game you pushing out later on in the future. Well, know. you know what's shockingly absent from this list? Shocking. What? Orms. <coughs> I swear the best to God, game of all time. Only, you're the only person that still doesn't play that game. Orms. Orms. Um, game of the year 2017, 18, and 19. I love the music for Arms. I just never bought it. <laughs> oh, shit. That's uh, Smash. That's Smash. See, everything Smash and nothing hurts. Oh, my God. Well, I've already forgotten the Arms theme. That's okay. Oh, so is everyone else. Oh, 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 oh. Our next That's album it. is Candy Coated is just going to be you horribly doing background music for like Nintendo games. It's uh, acapella and you're fired. Um, on, I mean, I, I, yeah, because you're doing all the background music. <laughs> so I don't even you don't even need oh, me. Oh, no. It's all there, honey. Um, well, good for Smash, I guess. Um, good for Have Mario Have you been Odyssey. playing a lot? I haven't. I love Smash, but I've just been, I've been busy with work and stuff. And my my roommate has been playing a lot of Smash recently. She's been playing through World of Light, which is a single player campaign. And she has thought that she's been at the end of World of Light about 17 fucking times. And then she always comes to me and she's like, there's more that I have to do, Sam. I'm over this. I, I wanted can't. this to be over. Mm-mm. It's like I the longest campaign of, of all time, apparently. I, and she's I over tried it. to start it and then I was like, this isn't for me. Are you the number one Daisy main on uh, on Smash Online yet? No, I actually started playing Isabel. Mm. I is really she like your new Isabel. Main? She is my new main. Oh my god! Daisy's still like they're always ranking her in the top. Her and Peach are like neither number one or number two in all the tier lists. But mm-hmm. they're so fucking technical. I and I'm not smart enough to get that. Do you honey, know what I mean? I'm not smart. I, don't do, I just want honey, them to win. I just wanted to be Daisy and smash some people. Mm-hmm. But, like, every Daisy or Peach main you go up against, like, fucking floats the shit around the map and kicks your asshole. Right? So rude. So rude. Um, do you play online with, like, random people, or do you just, like, stick to playing, you're playing CPUs? Well, I need, I've gone back to CPUs. They taught me a lesson or two Uh-oh. online. And I can't, Whooped I your can't ass be a back part of that. to offline. I don't do, f- see, Smash is so deceiving, mm-hmm. because... You you think oh fucking whatever I, this is smash I can smash right you can't smash. smash no honey. you can't smash there are these people who dedicate they spend twelve hours a day in the game and oh, they honey. know how to like fucking jump an inch and then poop on you you know they know, yeah they're they're so technical they know exactly what they're doing all the time and it's like stop it so, I just want to have fun and yeah. beat you yeah. But they're like, their I mean, movesets are all like mathematical and like they know exactly what they're doing and they know exactly when they like they can they can read you super well. They know exactly what move you're going to do and they're going to counter you. It's crazy. Well, and also like I don't want to say that there's a right or a wrong way to play Smash, but there are very two very different Smash communities. The casual one where you're like, yo, turn on all the items, bitch. And, you know, mm-hmm. fucking get a hammer and, you know, whatever. Have fun. And then there's the kind who you go into their lobby. It's all the all the boards are flat no Mm -hmm. items off three stocks two minutes 30 seconds and it's just like not fun because you go in there and they immediately kick your ass and it's like well, it's it's like there's there's the there's two like you said there's two communities of smash there's the casuals who smell fine and shower and then there's the competitive smash community where you can smell Uh the bo from your tv Uh uh-oh no comment tell me i'm wrong because you know i'm not i i shan't get into the argument well Shall i mean i already comment. said i already said you know um you uh what was the word oh there's no right or wrong way to mm-hmm. play but smash. just fucking shower okay competitive <laughs> smash community this is my plea to you Please, i mean that Jesus. is a that's a decent um request you know and use soap okay just use some soap that's true sometimes i i see like some twitch streamers who are doing like 24 hour streams and they already look like they hadn't showered for like a day right you can smell them or, not, or like monitor. a week yeah and you're just like oh, well God. and i'm not gonna like shower shame people but it's also you know it's a hygiene thing 
it's a hygiene thing. The little you know? critters are going to start living in your skin. In your, you in know? your crevices. Yeah. And no one wants that. That's the moral All of the right. story. I'm not going to shower shame anybody. Okay. Let's not shower shame. Should we move shower on to, uh, to to shaming people who dress up the shaming women's clothing drag queens? instead? Sure. Wait, uh, what would you say? Oh, uh, I said shaming people who dress in women's clothing. Oh. Because um, that's basically. That's probably not something you can do either. I mean, yeah, no, that's. I mean, that's right. not the reason we're shaming them. It's just that they so happen to be wearing women's clothing. It's not my fault that they're awful people. <laughs> Okay. That's, that's just like the that's the <laughs> highlight term for the entirety of drag race. It's not my fault that they're awful people. Well, if I them, I specifically mean like Valentina. <coughs> well, don't worry because she's gone. Trinity's kind of awful. Yeah. Okay. Are you gonna sing the intro before um, we keep digging this hole? These are a few of our favorite queens. Okay. So what we mean when we say shaming people, we mean mm-hmm. shaming the contestants of season four All Stars RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Um, you want my notes? Uh, honey, I knew you had notes, so I'm ready. I'm prepared. All right, here's what I wrote. Thank God I don't have to see Valentina walk back into the workroom. Isn't Mm -hmm. Rent a musical? Don't you have to sing and dance? What did Valentina do? These were just my random thoughts because I knew she did Rent, but Mm -hmm. I didn't watch it. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was a musical, Mm -hmm. but she's not very musical. Mm -hmm. Um, Valentine painting is painful. Like, does she care at all at being likable? She spent more time criticizing everyone else than doing anything productive. I actually felt bad for Naomi. Damn, uh, you feeling Valentina, bad for Naomi? <laughs> I know. The, Valentina led me to it. Jesus. Uh, seeing Valentina from her season to now, she's just like lost touch with reality. I loved Black Hole. Club 69 looked like a gay club where bachelorette parties happen. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, the CDs on the wall. I did something with AOL CDs on the wall when I was like 12 and it was You've even tacky mail. then. The fake plants and shitty paint. How is this couture? How did Michelle think that club looked great? Rita Ora making fun of Naomi saying Club 96 was great. Club Hive was it. Um, And then I elaborated on Latrice just has this. She's got this stink face problem that she Mm. showed up in Snatch Game and it showed up here too for Manila and I was like girl Manila tried to save your ass and Manila's being a little bit fucking extra but you don't have to look like the most annoyed person in the world when your friend's being a little extra. You yeah, I mean? I'm, I'm curious if it's like if it's intentional or if like Latrice just has resting bitch face when it comes to that sort of thing. It looks like she genuinely is doing like a like a, you know, shut up girl face mm. or whatever. But who knows? I'll have to Maybe look out for does. that. Um, I thought the runway this week was amazing, except Monet. And I didn't know why they complimented her. Uh, what what did Monet look like? I don't I don't remember what exactly. the runways were like. I don't think Monet ever has a good runway. Like, I just I don't think Monet does runways well i love her personality but oh yeah like i i she was a reason you know she was miss congeniality or fan mm-hmm. favorite or whatever yeah um, fan favorite i don't know i just felt like valentina came into this competition and she kind of expected to have the crown handed to her right exactly like she did not do anything like anything and then mm-hmm. she goes on and on about how she's been fighting so hard and she says fighting all the fucking time and it's like if this is you fighting what do you like when you're fucking passive because you 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 must not exist when you're passive because you're I'm barely existing shit. now no right. then she fake cried twice is that right i kept tabs i, I was not keeping tabs apparently i kept tabs well i'm During glad when she was did. talking to like both queens for you know choosing their lipsticks mm-hmm. she just like i don't know she looked like she was about to break down and that she was crying but there were no tears she just there like no tears she's just trying she's getting trying to get those sympathy points you yeah. know um, and then um the last thing I noticed was uh, the lip syncs were both boring as fuck. Um, um, so it was uh, Spin Me Around by Dead or Alive. And it yeah. was um, Latrice and Trinity that lip synced. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't my favorite. It was it was no. not my favorite. Um, and Monet dragged Trinity for her look when Monet had the exact same look on her season. She did the long hanging boobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for like she the old lady thing. She did the exact thing. same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't know why Trinity, don't know. like, I don't know why Trinity uh, chose that look, though. I was like, what? No. I don't really understand, like, what her like, reasoning was. Like, because it's, it's not, it's not really like, I don't know. 
It well, just seemed song, like, a, like a weird, like ill, ill-advised for the song. It just seemed ill-advised altogether. The mm-hmm. song, though, I could totally see. Like if she had done, like I could see that song being played at like a seventies plus workout class. Do you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Totally, Where, totally. Like a step class or something. And if she mm-hmm. had done something around that, but she didn't. She just did like kind of this vulgar, you know, like what her impression of an aging body is. And I was like, uh, right? No, yeah, please. No. Yeah. I don't know. Also, I was like, why did you have that packed? Like, why, why did you have that outfit? Like, was, yeah. why, why, why was she, I don't know. Cause I didn't think it was, I don't think it was really funny at all. No, it wasn't know. like the judges were cringing. It just but, wasn't funny. But I was like, if she wouldn't have, if she, if she wasn't going to pull it out, pull that outfit out for this lip sync, then what the fuck was she going to use that for? Like, why did she Who pack knows? that? I just have a lot of questions about her outfit and why she brought it. I was like, first, I don't know. Like, maybe she was trying to like be comedy or whatever. It's like, how do we know what Trinity doesn't do comedy? Okay. Like. My whole thing with Valentina is mm-hmm. that I feel like she, even immediately after her season, she was old news. Like, to be honest, like, isn't Aquaria kind of like already an upgraded Valentina? I mean, Aquaria won, so you could say. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, I don't know, you know? I mean, I don't know. Valentina, she served some interesting looks this season, but yeah, I, what, what I saw online is I saw a little less delusion surprisingly from the valentina stands because like last last when during valentina's original season like people were diehard valentina she could do absolutely no wrong like they were blindsided completely blind this time around when valentina went home they were like i'm sad like all the valentina stands online were like i'm sad that valentina went home but it was her time like she didn't do well and so i'm like okay like it was nice to see that her community you know wasn't standing her into the grave and you know trying to you know just looking into things that aren't there but it's also like yeah i don't know valentina was just grading and i feel like that she her her personality like she she was talking about this in you know they they talked about this in the episode and in drag race kind of how she's in her own world and like that's cutesy for a little bit but it's also you know it could be like a gag and it could be funny but it's also like she really is in her own world like she really doesn't have any concept of anyone around her like i have not ever seen a queen act that entitled before Mm -hmm. just like to come in there with the audacity that you don't have to work in order to win Mm-hmm. Like she just she didn't even deserve to be there in the first place with that right. attitude. Like I just I, and the the her losing touch with reality, like you said, it was like kind of funny the first two episodes, and then it was kind of scary. Well, that's like you the, were kind of like she. Yeah. If this is her actual reality, like she actually needs some help, girl. Well, yeah, I was like I was thinking that she was kind of playing off of that fact, but then it just kept going and going, and I was like, is she really this delusional? Like is it this was like, like actually creepy. happening? Yeah, yeah. So. I mean, work, Valentina. You made it to episode seven. Then you went home. Sure. Um, who are you rooting for? Who do you want to win? I don't know. I don't like any of them except Manila, really. I mean, yep, same. That's basically where I'm at. I'm just um, like, I don't know. They released the... I was going to go over like the, the season 10 queens and go over your impressions, but then I got sick, and so I never prepared for it. So we'll, we'll do that next week. Oh, you mean the season 11? Oh, yeah, season 11. See, I, there's honey, too many seasons of Drag 11 Race, 11 seasons, honey. Oh, God. And then, like, it's just, it's, it's just keeps coming at, over and over and over. It's like, give us a goddamn break. Um, But, yeah, no, season 11 isn't even coming for, you know, like, an entire month or whatever. So we have time to... An entire... To we get an entire month break, We get an break, entire honey. month break, honey. you know, wow. while we finish up fucking Bless. All-Stars 4. But, yeah, I think it's, like, a week after All-Stars 4 ends like it's a week of break and then the next week after that is the first episode of season 11 don't quote me on that but from what i was reading that's what it's sounding like so like we legitimately get one week of break it's like fucking school like give me a summer vacation from drag race okay it's not special anymore like yeah scraping the bottom of the goddamn barrel girl but yeah we'll go over the season 11 queens before season 11 starts but yeah i think i'm just i'm rooting for manila i'm just like oh i just want it to be over i'm just it's just not special i don't know i read an interview this week with ben de la creme she was like yeah i would consider cohen back for another season and i was like you don't deserve to go back for another season Honey, she had her like chance. When you when you vote yourself you out. off of a season, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. 
You had uh-uh. a you had a perfectly good chance. It should have been your season, honey. Honey, it should have been your season, and then it was Troxy's. Mm-hmm. So when it, it was Shangela's, and then it was FSB. Really, I mean, when you're like runner up to runner up, honey, 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 honey. Did you honey. see um, the gays on the internet were talking about? So obviously, Shangela and Willem were at a Star Is Born. They've been milking that understandably for a long time because like they're in a major motion picture that's huge for you know what queens. they were also in hurricane bianca um i don't know her and i refuse to acknowledge <laughs> that those so exist i don't know sure they weren't good. did they act in it i i don't know if they acted or if they had cameos i think they like katya had like a big role in the second one i don't know allegedly no i'm talking about in a star is born oh yeah no like they they like were in a club that that lady gaga frequently like lady gaga was like like worked or performed at this drag club and there they were her drag queen friends at the club and they had like some good screen time and like talked with bradley cooper's character and gaga's character and they it was good like they had was their acting better than hurricane bianca oh yeah honey it's like it's good like they're actually good in the star is born it's crazy anyways so they were at like the sag awards or something um willem and and shangela with gaga's crew because of a star is born got like a sag award or they were nominated or something and shangela's makeup someone did shangela's makeup like a professional makeup artist or something shangela did not do her face for this um event and you could tell because she looked angry like her the oh makeup looked angry um and it was like oh shangela like you should have done your own makeup like they did they did her fucking dirty i have to i have to look at this hold on shangela sag awards oh let me type it in piggy's on my lap right now yeah oh piggy yeah here here shangela, I'll, sag, I'll send you a link i got it i got it's, my hands for it's he can mostly, hold himself it's her it's her brows her eyebrows oh that dress just, though Oh yeah, no, like she's looking great. Like, oh my with her god, dress. this close up though. Yeah, it is bad. And I'm just like, damn girl, like this is like the biggest exposure you've ever gotten. And like they did your brows dirty like this. Oh my Fuck, god. Fuck. I felt so bad. And I can see her entire wig her, line. Her entire wig line. I was like, oh either she did this makeup and only had nine minutes to do it, or they hired some white bitch. To do her fucking face, and this is what she ended up with. And she had to, like, be nice about it and be like, this is, yeah, okay. Sad. Oh, no. Yak Zaruni. Willem looked fine. Because Willem, you know, she wears the same shit day after day. (laughs) Same look. (laughs) Yeah, she looks okay. But yeah, I was just, I was feeling bad for Shanji because I was like, girl, like, you're getting, like, mainstream press coverage and you're looking like this. Like, fuck. Honey, yeah, they got the fucking DSLRs on that, honey. Yeah, like, okay, you, so there you is gotta... no hiding. There is no, no hiding. She should have hide from that shit. <laughs> she should have hired Miss Fame or something. Or she should have, like, done her own makeup. Cause, like, or this... whoever does Ruse on the, you know, right? on the I, show. I don't know, because, like, there's no way she did this. Like, there is no fucking way this was her makeup that she did. Like, I don't know. Unless we're all delusional. Unless I'm delusional. Who fucking Funny. knows me? She should have worn a box. Uh, yeah, she should have just like arrived in a box. Uh, anyways. Um, well, we'll talk about Drag Race again next week, etc. Uh, should we move on to our favorite things? These are a few of our favorite things. So, Joseph. Yeah. What are your favorite things this week? So, you know, there's this little documentary that we I should have watched ages ago, but I didn't know it was on Netflix. Mm. Um, Paris is Burning. Oh, my God. You finally watched Paris is Burning. I never seen it before. I mean, obviously, I known a lot about it, but I it was just on Netflix. And I was like, okay, let's finally watch it. It was really good, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one of those things you just need to watch if you're gay, you know. I mean. Um, So if people don't know what it's about, it's about the New York uh, ball scene and like the did it. Was it more like the, I don't remember if it was more like the 80s in the movie or in the documentary. I don't remember. I think it was more like the 80s or late Mm -hmm. 70s or something. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, you watch Pose. I haven't seen Pose yet, but Pose Mm -hmm. is kind of like a, a... a series about that yes, time period. Yes. Um, and it was just really interesting. You got to see a lot of like the the beginners of the houses, mm-hmm. you know, like the houses of House of Extravaganza. And yeah, you got to like you know, actually see, you know, you know, drag and ball scene. Yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting. It was kind of like a um, an interesting look into. Well, definitely what it was like being gay in New York in like the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. It was just really, it was really cool. And they used well, all of the, and you're like, oh my God, that's where all of our words come from. 
Right, that's exactly. Shady. Like the vernacular and shit. Like yeah, it came you're from. You're like, oh my god, that's where it's from, honey. Came that's from my the history. ball scene, honey. Came from the balls. The balls. The balls are a lot less. Like I haven't seen Pose. It's been mm-hmm. on my list for forever. Yeah. But I kind of want to see Paris is Burning it. first. But the balls are a lot less glamorous than you, the, you think when you hear the word ball. You right. Know? Exactly. Like it's in like you rent out a you know a a lodge. You know, like a mm-hmm. mason lodge or something like that. You, a mason a, jar. A mason jar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like that made it even more real. And it was it was cool to see people express themselves before we were really able to express ourselves. Right, exactly. Like, it was like ball culture was very... Right. Um, it was very underground, but it's like it, it's it's um like it's crazy now because a lot of the stuff in ball culture in the late 80s that was like super underground and like you did not talk about and was like way not mainstream. Like so many white bitches are talking about throwing shade now. Like it's it's become mainstream and it's it's way more accepted in our society. So it's very interesting to see, you know, kind of how that thing, you know, how ball culture has evolved and, you know, how it's more accepted now in terms of like, you know, the things that they did and the words that they used and stuff like that. But yeah, no, and I it's saw like Paris still is burning fucking a long goes time ago. on today. Like, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, all oh, yeah. of the major cities still have their like big <laughs> houses or whatever. I mean, I've never heard of them in DC. Um, mm-hmm. I think they're a lot more obscure than they used to be. Apparently, know? like, the, the like revival of ball culture is called kiki balls k-i-k-i balls like kiki like you kiki for your with your girls or whatever apparently they're called kiki balls um and i i know that there's it's they're still around there's probably still a little bit underground since like i don't know anything about them really anymore Um, i want to bring piggy oh my god bring piggy to a ball honey (laughs) i need to race him in the ball scene um, when I was 18 and living in Boston, my roommate showed me Paris is Burning. Um, and she was like, you have to watch this. Like you have, this is like, you, if you haven't seen Paris is Burning, like you need this as a gay man. Like it, it was a girl, a girl, but she like, she grew up in the Bronx and she was like, you need to know about this. Like you're from Montana. You don't know shit. Like watch this. And I was like, oh my God. And so it was like, I learned a lot from Paris is Burning. It was very, it was a, it's a great documentary to watch, to learn about, you know, like black and Latin you know, youth in the in the scene back in the day. And, you know, it wasn't very glamorous. Like, like drag is super glamorized nowadays with drag race and stuff. And yeah. So to... Well, and it was interesting. They had all the categories, too, of mm-hmm. not just like like there was one category that's like passable. You know? Right. Yeah. Like um, the realness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's how real can you be? You know? Right. Exactly. The, it was very interesting. It's very it, enlightening well good well i'm glad that you got a chance to go look at it and to yeah anyone who hasn't seen it it's on netflix now apparently so totes yes check it bitch out. check yes. her out girl so what's your favorite thing um my favorite thing is something that i i saw like a couple weeks ago or whatever and it oh, is boy. the um the season finale of steven universe oh I, my god i haven't seen it Oh my god, well I won't spoil it for you. Is it the um, series or the season finale? It, well, it's confirmed that it's only the season finale. It's not okay. the series finale. It was, it was confirmed by one of the head writers of Steven Universe that it's it feels like the series finale because a lot gets wrapped up, but it's not. Um, apparently there's going to be like a, a Steven Universe movie and stuff, but um, yeah, it, I felt like that the this... Well, I've I was always been pissed off at Steven Universe for like not having a schedule like ever. But it's also like whatever y'all that's can like, take your time. That's Cartoon Network's fault. I feel like half yeah. The time. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was a really nice uh, just kind of send off for all the waiting that we've had for a long, long time throughout the season of like things getting delayed, etc. <clears throat> and it's like forty five minutes. It's like a it's a big ass you know four episodes combined into one big season finale. Um. And the animation was really, really well done. And the story was really well done. Um, and it was just like a lot. It was just very emotionally draining in like a good way. Um, and I don't know, like I go in and out of Steven Universe. Like I like uh, there'll be a couple, you know, th- they'll have a Steven bomb or whatever. And I won't watch it when it's first coming out. And then later on, I'll like I'll be, I'll be like, OK, I have like five episodes I need to watch. So I'll, I'll binge them all in one day that, you know, they aired a long time ago. But um 
yeah, it was nice. It was really nice to kind of get you get a lot of closure through this episode. Um, and I was very excited. It was much needed. So I was um, very happily surprised. I was like, oh, wow, like there isn't like a huge ass cliffhanger. It's like we actually are we're we're tying up loose ends finally after, you know, five fucking seasons of this. So, yeah. That's my I am thing. like still I think I'm like a season and a half behind on Steven Universe. Honestly, girl, take your time because I'm the same way I go. And it's, that's one of the things that really sucks about their schedule when they schedule it like that is that people, if they don't get enough, they lose interest. You know? Right, exactly. And like that's that's my thing is like I lose interest because it's not happening every week or whatever. And then I just like I I get back into it with my, you know, on my own volition or whatever. Like I, I yeah. only I get into it when I'm like, oh, yeah, Steven Universe is a thing. I should catch up and I have like five new episodes or whatever. But it's, it doesn't keep me hooked in like, you know, like a couple times, you know, you know, every couple months I'm like, oh, yeah, I have some more episodes I can get into. It's not like a weekly thing. But Steven Universe is one of those things where I'm really glad it's on a children's network. Like even mm-hmm. if a lot more 20 plus people watch it. Right. I'm glad right. that like it's there for kids. But I also feel like it would do better on Netflix or something. Right. Know? Exactly. With like yeah. their whole release a whole bunch of shit at once. And then mm-hmm. you people expect that on Netflix. Right. You know? right exactly. But I'm glad it's like <laughs> there for children to be exposed to it. Right. It's like there's good positive messaging. Because it's like space lesbians. It. Yeah. And nothing's wrong. You know, you we need no, more space like lesbians. Non gender conforming space lesbians. Space lesbian rocks. That's, That's exactly my dream. That's what you need to be teaching Tegan and That's Piggy. What, <laughs> we had him watch. Um, actually, you know Shira. Oh yeah. Didn't are they doing? They're doing a new reboot of that, right? Yeah, it's out on Netflix. So oh, is Justin good? grew up. Uh, well, Justin grew up watching He Man, so I've seen a lot of He Man. Mm-hmm. And actually, He Man obviously it's problematic, and oh yeah, everything old is. Um, mm-hmm. and but they always have like these lessons at the end of it, uh, which Tegan always really likes. But we had him start watching the new Shira, and it's like actually really good in general. Nice. Yeah, it's I'm like so actually happy. like pretty quality. Um. Yeah, it's just, it's more than what She-Ra was. Like, She-Ra mm-hmm. was always badass, but this is, right. like, kind of taking it to the next level. Cool. Well, if I ever have a, you know, a small, small human being to force watch television shows, I will make She-Ra on the list for them. Sure. Or even if, you know, you just want to watch it. Yeah, or that. There. One it's of these there. days. My list is so long, honey. Uh, one of these I days. I know. I know. We need to start watching Pose. Justin's Ooh, had it. Pose. Someone else recommended it to Justin, and I was like, well, Sam really loves it. We need to just start watching it. Yeah, we it was good. It. As- especially, and I feel like it was really smart of you to watch Paris is Burning first, because Pose is like a series referencing the documentary of Paris is Burning. Like, like it is it is a series essentially based off of Paris is Burning. And so actually having seen the real documentary before you see like this reinterpretation of ball culture in the 80s from my- Ryan Murphy, I feel like it's, it's way probably way better because you get all the references and stuff. So... Well, I was already reading, I was reading a little bit about it. And one of the most interesting characters to me in Paris is Burning was Venus Extravaganza Mm -hmm. and how like tragic her whole story ends and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I was reading that there was a character in Pose called Aphrodite. Mm-hmm. Um, who's like supposed to be kind of like her mirrored counterpart, yeah. yep. having like her own like kind of not tragic story. Mm-hmm. But um, that made me interested because I don't. It was just it was it was very very cool. Um, so here's but before we go, here's some uh a very interesting weird piece of trivia. So do you in Paris is Burning? Do you remember Dorian Corey? She was like the older queen that was talking about like you know yeah. First there was the shade, one, then there was reading. Right, you know? the one yeah. who's putting on her makeup for like. Like the entire movie. And it's like smoking and you know, she has like the big red <laughs> wig or whatever. Well, uh-huh. so after Corian or after Dorian Corey died, people were going through Dorian Corey's like stuff at their apartment and they found a chest, a chest of drawers um, in the back of Dorian's a closet or whatever. And they opened up the chest of drawers and there was a body inside. And I remember no that one- was her. Yeah, that was well. I mean, that that wasn't Dorian's body. Well, I but, know, but I I remember reading about this scenario, yeah. but I didn't connect it that it so was it, her. It, it was the mummified body of Robert Worley, and she was found in Corey's belongings with a gunshot wound in the head. And they had determined that the body had been dead about fifteen years. So she had that corpse in her 
chest in the back of her fucking closet while she was alive for years and no one knew until she died. And no one knows what, why the fuck it was there. People like think that maybe he was an ex-boyfriend of Dorian Corey's or whatever, but no one knows for sure. So it's like this like mystery of Paris's burning. Like this bitch had a fucking corpse in her closet. Like <clears throat> these bitches were crazy. Creepy. These bitches were fucking crazy in Paris is burning. Like Jesus Christ. Well, um, I mean, so you I know, like I, I, probably not all of them were murderers. Well, yeah, no, but you know, <laughs> and maybe she wasn't either. Maybe, you know, he just got a gunshot maybe, wound to his head and she just said, wrap it up. I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, I'll take it, honey. I'll just put it in my closet. I'll deal with it later. And the 15 honey, years I'll later, take it's it to still go, Honey, honey. Take it to go. That Anyways. Uh, good favorite things. Good favorite things. Good favorite things. Um, we are going to start answering questions again eventually. Sometime. We do have some. We'll do I it. think we said we were going to start this week, but we're not. I don't know. I if think we we'll start in February. That. So like maybe well, next week. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good idea. We'll start another day. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of these days we'll do it. <laughs> I'll be as non-committal as possible. Right. We're the worst. Um, yeah. They will start again soon. So definitely feel free to keep sending us questions. Sam lets you know in the outro how to get a hold of us but as usual thank you guys so much for listening we'll be back next week with another regular old episode and next weekend we'll have another bonus episode for you lovely patreon patrons yep that sounds good bye guys bye guys thanks for listening to the show subscribe to us on itunes or via soundcloud at the show you can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our patreon patreon.com slash the show sam and joe patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips music downloads handwritten letters from sam and me or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show also you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with questions or comments or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P, Alex S, Allison B, Brian H, Carolyn A, Darren C, Fabian P, Feliciano D, Julian S, Justin, Kevin V, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Marianne J, Max S, Megan N, Michael C, Mike B, Nicholas M, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca D, Scott A, Vincent L, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The The Show. Show.